Oh, man. I don't even know where to start with this one. Um, Knicks lost game one to the Hawks. It was poor. It was poor, man. Um, I'll, I'll get into it, but Trey Young won them the game uh, with that last second little floater over Frank. I don't think that was Frank's fault. Thought he played pretty good defense. Tough shot from from Trey. He was getting no help defense. I mean, I guess I'll start by breaking it down. There's really no structure to these post-game analysis. I sort of just go off and ramble with my thoughts, but... I didn't understand. I didn't understand that defense. I thought, you know, there's only so much on a guy like Trey Young. You got to give it to him. He he is a talented player. He is he is shifty. He's hard to guard on the dribble. When there's four seconds left, and, and Trey Young is driving, like how how are you leaving Frank alone? As as good as Frank is, like it's a still it's a tough task for anyone. You can't put that on Frank because there was no help defense at all, especially because. That's what Trey was doing the entire fourth quarter. That's his game. He was driving, he was penetrating, and he was throwing up layups, floaters, um, and, and also looking for fouls. Uh, I thought, you know, the refs, I, I, don't think it's, I don't think it's exactly fair to say that the refs lost the game. There were definitely things we could have done. Uh, I don't think the refs were on, their, were on our side. They made a terrible, terrible, terrible call uh, on, on RJ. That, it was just not a foul. On Trey Young, uh, Trey Young, I th- I think he's a disgrace to the game of basketball. I really do. Um, he, he just his, his style of play just isn't fun, and it's a shame because someone with a skill set like Trey Young has the potential to be such an exciting player to watch. Yet he just ruins it by constantly moaning for fouls, and and, and he he has he has such a nice skill set, but he he just chooses to center his game around pandering to the referees and looking for fouls. Oh my god, my air walking over to my closet. Um, I'll probably make this around like 10 minutes or so. Get to some individual performances. But that's my thoughts. Trey Young, he's just despicable. Um, I don't like him. I think he's going to be the enemy for the rest of this series. Um, getting to the Knicks, uh, I gotta start with Randall. I love Randall. If you don't like Randall at this point, you're not a real Knicks fan. But he wasn't good this game. He wasn't good this game. Um, you know, he, he, he kind of looked like Pandemic P. He kind of looked like Pandemic P. Randall needs to step it up. I mean, he wasn't shooting well. Uh, he had a clutch shot at the end. He had a good three. But then there was all this possession. We were down two. We got saved by a great offensive rebound by Taj. But Randall, Randall took a terrible shot. He, he just chucked up a three. With like 20 seconds left on the shot clock. Didn't even hit the rim. So that didn't matter at the end. But Randall, he wasn't good this game. He's got to be better. Um, it felt like he was, he, was getting, he was getting frustrated a bit by the Hawks' defense. They were clearly scheming a bit. Um, I said it before. I don't know if I said it on the podcast. I definitely said it to one of my friends. But it's, it's on the Hawks. The burden is on the Hawks to figure out how to beat us because we beat them in the regular season. Uh, but from what I saw, and I didn't watch the full game because I wasn't home, but when I was watching the second half, it, it, it looked like they'd done some scheming. You know, a lot of the things I saw was, was reminiscent of, of when we played the Heat uh, with you know, switching and putting us in double teams, giving us, you know, new formations and stuff to confuse us. I thought they did a good job on defense um, at, at, shutting down, at shutting down Randall at least. 
Um, he, he, he looked confused out there. He did look confused out there. I think that we can't rely on Alec Burks to save us in the fourth quarter of every game this series. It's not, it's not going to... That's not a winning formula. As much as I love Alec Burks, he's not the guy that you want carrying your team. Um, I think we got to look to establish Randall early on in the next game because he's he's always going to be our key to success. We can win without him, but any game where Randall is not playing well, um, you know, we're we're automatically at a disadvantage. So, I think we got to establish Randall. That should be a key to the game of the next game. We got to establish Randall early. I mean, he, he he can't have a bad series. We we can't afford to have to have Randall have a bad series. It's just there, there's no way we're gonna win if he has a bad series. Um, R.J. Barrett. Uh, I'm not looking at stats, but from what I saw, R.J. was good. Uh, had a crazy dunk on Bogdanovich, um, or Bogdanovich, whatever. Uh, I mean, he he. I think R.J. is very good. I like him a lot as a player. Um, it's gonna be amazing to watch him grow i think there's gonna be big things coming in his third season but even now uh he hit a few threes he had a dunk had a layup i have no complaints with rj um let's move on alec burks he was great he was great in the fourth quarter it's great that we have a player like alec burks kind of reminds me of um kind of reminds me of a guy like lou williams honestly or jordan clarkson you know one of those type of guys that they're not the star player. Your team isn't built around them, but they can score. You know, they they can score. And some games, you just you just when they have the hot hand, you know, you can just give it to them, and they can they can carry your team sometimes. But like I said, Alec Burks is not the winning formula. That's not that's not the recipe for success. And it's nice to have a guy like Alec Burks in your corner, but uh. Yeah, I I don't want to see I don't I I don't want to see quarters where Alec Burks has to take over anymore because when we're in a comfortable position when we're winning, Alec Burks you know doesn't have that kind of role. So he he did play amazing though. Credit to him because he kept us in the game, and he's been great all season. So you know now uh, Reggie Bullock, he was hitting his shots. He hit a three. He had, he had some shots. You know that that's what Reggie Bullock does. He did what you asked of him. Um, it's all safe, Reggie Bullock. Nerlens Noel, um, and then and then I'll go to the point guards. I I, I didn't love what I saw from Nerlens Noel. I think he was getting frustrated by Capella. Capella looked really good. Um, if you remember the last time, I'm not sure if this is the the, the last time the Knicks were in the playoffs, but the I think the most memorable Knicks playoff series that I remember at least was when we played the Pacers in the semifinals of a series. We lost them, I think, in six games. And Roy Hibbert, the 7-2 center on the Pacers, just stifled us all series long. I remember that. I still remember. Like, every game, it, it, it just felt like we, we couldn't we couldn't do anything on this Hibbert dude. Um, I mean, on defense, he was just an animal. I remember there was this one play where he just rejected Mello. I feel like Clint Capella, if we don't, if we don't check Clint Capella... He he can be this series as Roy Hibbert. Uh, I think he was frustrating Nerlens Noel on the offensive boards. He's just Capella's just tenacious. Uh, Nerlens Noel was having a tough time getting offensive boards and on the defensive ends. Like I said, Trey was penetrating. I wasn't seeing anybody stopping the penetration from Trey, and that's on the big man. So I'm gonna loop in Taj Gibson here, who didn't play bad. He played pretty solid for as well as Taj Gibson can play. But it's up to the big men. 
you got to make sure that nobody penetrates your house. They play down low. That's their house. They got to do a better job down low. You know, I know that it's tough because whenever Trey Young penetrates, um, you know, there's a threat of him dishing for the alley-oop or to the corner. But you got to do something. You can't just let Trey Young get easy floaters and drawing fouls and all that business. So next game, that's another key. We got to make it harder for Trey to penetrate. We gotta, we gotta make it so that we gotta scheme a little. You know, they schemed a little for us. We gotta scheme a little for them. It's on Thibodeau now to make it difficult for them. You can't make it easy for them. You know, it felt like they were getting easy buckets at the fourth quarter. Um, now going on to the point guards, Payton. I didn't see much of him. Uh, he got taken out, and it was Rose most of the way. A lot of people said Payton shouldn't start. I disagree with that. You know, I think it's too late in the season. I'm not superstitious. But I just think it's too late in the season to start making changes when the way we've done it all year has worked for us. You know, Payton starting has worked for us. Even if you want to bring in plus minus all that, it's worked for us. And I'm not saying this out of superstition, but if it's working, why change it? And I don't think, I don't think Thibodeau is 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 a stubborn coach in the sense that if Payton is playing bad, he's going to take out Payton in the first three minutes. That's why I have no problem with because it's not like. Payton is the number one point guard. No, it's Payton starts, but Tibbs Tibbs rides the hot hands, and that's what I like about him. So if Tibbs sees that Payton is not playing well, he's going to take out Payton and put it in rows. So I really don't think Payton starting is that much of an issue. Um, we need we need another point guard anyways, so I, I'm, I'm fine with Payton. I don't love him, but um, I like him more than most Knicks fans do. Rose, he was great. Rose was great. I think... A lot of a lot of people were confused, including myself, at the Derrick Rose trade at the deadline. But right now, it, it's looking amazing. Um, you you need a veteran presence, especially this young team that's so inexperienced in a playoff setting. You need a guy like Derrick Rose that's really done it all through his career. Um, that that it's 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 such a presence. It's such an important presence to have. And he was great. He was great. He hit the shot to tie it up. Um, so big up Derrick Rose. He played a great game. Quickly, he brought energy off the bench. Would have liked to see him shoot more. I think he was a little passive from what I was watching. He was a bit passive. Um, but yeah, that's all I'll say about quickly. Um, anyone I'm missing, Obi Toppin did nothing as usual. I'm not sure why we're playing Obi Toppin, man. I'm not sure why we're playing Toppin. Um, now's not the time to develop young players. Not that Obi Toppin is young. He's like 24 or something. Um, I don't know. I, I'm... I don't, I don't know. I don't think Obi Toppin should be playing. I'd rather play Pinson than Toppin. At least he brings energy. Um, you know, the on the Hawks side of things, Trey Young, I already said he was a killer. Uh, I hated the way he plays, but that's the reality. That's where we're going to be facing every game of this series. So you can't you can't just sit on the sidelines and moan about it. You got to do something to stop it. We got to make it harder for Trey Young to penetrate. Uh, I think I think you know. Force Trey Young to to chuck up shots from the outside. That's what that's really the best way to play him. Um, you know, and may, maybe we should have put in Payton at the end. I don't know. It's tough to say because Rose is a great scorer, but Payton, I think, does a better job of guarding Trey Young. So, anyways, though, we need we need better help defense for sure. The help defense was pitiful. Um, yeah, we got to stop Trey. John Collins. I really didn't see him having much of an impact. Um, I don't know, not much to say about him. Capella, I already said, you know, he he's he's scary to me. He's a bit scary to me. Uh, 
Bogdanovich. I think the guy hit a lot of clutch threes, but he they were so contested. With a guy like Bogdanovich, I mean, there's nothing you could say about him other than don't leave him open. Um, don't leave him wide open. I mean, he's such a good shooter. He's always going to hit threes on you. There's nothing you could do about that. It's just something that you got to live with and, and be mindful of. Um, but yeah, Bogdanovich could be a thorn in their side this series. And then I feel like the Hawks, I don't know. I, I think I think they're, they're similar to us in the sense that they... They don't have any, you know, huge names on their team, but they have a lot of guys that can hurt you in different ways. Um, you know, guys like DeAndre Hunter, uh, you know, John Collins, Lou, oh, Lou Williams, who I'll speak about. He's tough. Lou Williams, I'm not sure why they didn't play him down the stretch, but in the third quarter we had like a seven-point lead, and boom, 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 he cut that down to like two. Um, Lou, Lou Williams is tough. He hurt us early in the season when he was on the Clippers. They they got a tough team, you know. Gallinari, oh my goodness, what was that haircut? Anyone see that haircut? I'm not even gonna say what he looked like on this podcast because I don't want to get in trouble. But he he's he's got to go back to the barbershop and fix that. Um, but anyways, yeah. Hopefully, I'm gonna I'm gonna be able to watch the entirety of the game uh, next time. But I'm gonna be doing these podcasts every single every single game. I'm gonna be doing every single game. Uh, so yeah, we're o one. We're in a bit of a hole. I thought that we really needed to come out and win the first one to make a statement, but now the pressure is really on us to win this next game because you don't want to go o two at home. Um, I really thought we we're gonna win this game, but hopefully, you know, we can pull out the dub, and I think going to Atlanta one one. It's the it's really the only case scenario. Uh, keys to the game. Next game, I would say establish Randall early. Um, two, play better help defense, uh, and make 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 Trey Young work. Make make the Hawks find another way to score. Uh, I think you gotta. F- they're a great three point shooting team, so it's hard to say make them shoot from the outside because you know they can do that. But you definitely can't let them penetrate against you inside. Um, so yeah, I I really think those are the only two keys to the game, uh, and and I guess another thing for Randall just limit the turnovers, get get your head in the game, Randall, and I think that goes with establishing Randall. I think once Randall has a good first quarter, he gets sort of locked in. Um, I noticed that when when he's when he's less of a presence in the game, when he's a bit absent, that's when he tends to to make rash decisions and and he gets frustrated. So I think we really got to establish Randall. I think there's a lot of pressure on Thibodeau more than anyone else right now because. Before, like I said, it felt like the Hawks needed to catch up with us. Now we need to catch up with them. Thibodeau, we've got the best defensive unit in the league. That's because of him. He's got to, you know, he's got to maintain that reputation in the playoffs. And what we let up one hundred nine points. That's not that's not best defensive unit in the league. That's mid tier or bad. So we got to keep. Let's keep them under a hundred lot next time. No, I think that's a good goal. Um, but yeah, peace out. I'll see you after the next game, maybe sooner.